just feel like it's flying by I literally cannot even believe that it's already May I feel like that's so almost like boomer talk of me to be talking about how fast time is flying by but it is I mean shit time does fly by especially the older you get time seems to just literally snap your fingers and two or three years have gone by but there's good things and there's bad things about that um you know of course the bad is just seems like life goes by too fast and you're not able to capture it all but the good is that you're able to kind of maybe, like, really see life at, like, a wider lens as far as just, you know, sometimes I think about, and I don't often bring this up, but we all go through different stages of who we are and who we once were and who we intend to become. And sometimes those stages get so blurry that it's, like, we don't even realize we've moved on from the person that we once were before we're somebody else now. And then we start getting this like empty feeling inside of us. And we're not really realizing that maybe the feeling that we're getting is just that we realize that we're changing. And that's kind of something that should take time to process. But do we ever really take the time to process it? No, not really. And I guess when I say I don't ever really talk about this, I mean like, you know, when I had my daughter so young, I transitioned from being a teenager who was, I wouldn't say I was completely carefree, but as carefree as, you know, any teenager can be, um, to overnight being a mom. And there was never any time that I felt like I could process grieving my teenage years. There was never any time that I felt like I, I didn't even know maybe what the reflection that I needed to do was. I just knew that one day I was this 15-year-old Cheyenne who was kind of just living her life, partying with her friends, doing whatever, to now, like, having to make full grown-up decisions, wondering where I'm going to live, how I'm going to support her. And that's a lot. And every time I've changed in my life, I've never taken the time to fully process that the person that I was is no longer that person. And even if the person that you were before wasn't somebody you necessarily loved and were proud of, I still feel like there's a grieving period where we should maybe appreciate that or where we should maybe, like, see the good and even the worst of our stages of life as far as just who we were. You know, let's say you were, like, a very, like, for me, I, as I always say, I was a very angry person. I, and that showed in my actions to other people and the people that I loved and the things that I was doing and... Sometimes I look back on that and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not that person anymore. But I don't often think about, well, that person got me through the hardest things in my life. That person had to be strong and maybe be a little mean because life was not very kind. And that person was the one that you needed in control at that moment because she was the one that didn't didn't take shit. She was the one that made sure that we survived through that hard time. You know, and I think that it can really go with any, anybody in any phase of their life. You know, whether you go from single to married or you go from childless to being with a child or, you know, you switch careers. Like, there's so many things that I feel like 
we don't take enough time to grieve over. And I know grief, when we hear about grief, we think like, oh, that's such like an extreme, you know, you grieve when people die. But as I've shared once before, that's not all there is to grief. There's many stages of grief and there's many different kinds of grief. And, you know, we grieve when maybe a friendship breakup happens or we grieve when, as I said, we have to leave careers or anything. And being that it's Mother's Day coming up, Maybe this is, like, not the most positive thing, but I think that it's important to talk about it today. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about how do we leave space to grieve the old versions of ourselves, And should we be doing it? And how do we become okay with it? Because I think just because you move on to a different phase in your life and just because you maybe make good, positive changes in your life, it doesn't mean that the old version of you should just be buried and never seen or heard from again or never even acknowledged again. You know, I'm a big believer in, you know, I'm very spiritual. I'm a big believer in just, like, thinking things into existence and believing that they happen and they they will. And I think that with that and what I've read about spirituality is it sometimes, like, It's hard to, like, focus on the new versions of yourself if you're so caught up in your past. And though I agree with that, and I do, and I do believe that we can't be caught up on things that have happened to us or anything for too long, I do think that it's okay to miss certain parts of your life. And it's okay to maybe still talk about those things. Because I've listened to some, like, people who are just like, you know, don't that's not who you are anymore. Like, you know, don't talk about those things. And, you know, that part of you is holding on to the broken part of you that you're trying to move on from. And it's like, sure. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, like there, there is nothing wrong with maybe taking in a moment and being like, look at how far I've come or man, like that old version of me used to be so much more carefree. That old version of me, I'm sure as moms, we relate to this a lot. And that's why I said in terms of mother's day, So many times I talk to moms and being a mom myself, I don't even remember what life was like before I became a mom. Straight up, don't remember it. I mean, I do remember it, but my daughter's been so much a part of my life for over almost half my life. Um, There's a bird like right outside my window. Almost half my life that I realize, you know, I don't know who I am before that. But I hear so many moms so often be like, I used to be so fun and carefree and didn't let things bother me. And now I'm just so uptight and I'm stressed and I'm worried and I'm anxious. And, you know, and that's like sad because you look at that side of you and you're just like, well, I'm a mom now. I guess this is just how I got to be. It's like, no, you know, it's okay to miss those parts of you. And maybe even the part of you that's far more anxious and nervous and all these things isn't so much a bad thing. You just got to like give yourself time to even and out. Maybe give yourself time to get used to it. But I still think that there's times where you should acknowledge and, well, grieve. Grieve grieve the parts of you that are no longer there. Or they maybe are there, but maybe just aren't as able to come out as much. And it's tricky. I feel like it's it's really tricky when especially when it comes to yourself because, you know, as people, I think that we are much more observers of other people than we are of ourselves. And even if we are very self-aware people, I think it's usually not always in a good way. I think if we are very self-aware people, more self-aware people tend to be, I think in some ways more anxious. I think the more self-aware you are, the more that you're just like overanalyzing every little thing about yourself. 
And so when it comes to like maybe appreciating who that version of yourself was in that moment, you tend to maybe critique it and just say like, oh, thank God I'm not that person anymore. Um, but I do think that it's still important. And as, as a mom, and I'm just going to speak as a mom in this moment, and as I said, Mother's Day is coming up, and I think like, I think Mother's Day is as good as any day to really sit with all of the versions of yourself. Sit with the version of yourself that is new and improved mom, or, you know, maybe you're not a new mom, you've just been a mom for a while, but you've kind of lost track of that with yourself. Like, just because we move on to different, being different people and growing from different things doesn't mean we have to just, like, completely bury every single part of us. You know, as I was stating of, like, the far more aggressive, far more, I don't even like to call myself angry. I think I was hurt. But as I've stated before, I've used the term angry, so I'll just continue with that. But the angry version of myself, you know, that version, I feel like I still love and I appreciate. And I'm still grieving her at times because there's times where I wish she was still with me. There's times where I'm like, ooh, girl, the old me, you're lucky you don't know the old me because I'll be snapping off. But, you know, I still have her in there. Like, don't, don't, don't pull her out. I got her in there. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? There's still like a part of me that's like, hmm, I miss her. You know, she didn't give a shit what anybody thinks. Now I feel like I don't care. It's not like I care what people think. I'm just so concerned about like if I'm ever hurting somebody or upsetting them, you know, versus back in that days, I didn't give a shit who I upset. I didn't give a shit who I hurt. Like, yeah, maybe later when I reflected on what I said or did, I'd be like, mm, that was kind of harsh. But I didn't really care, and I didn't let people tell me shit. Now, I still don't let people tell me shit, but but I just definitely reflect more on my interactions with people, and I'm like, could you have said that nicer? Could you have done that better? Oh, did that person get their feelings hurt? Did they take me the wrong way? And, you know, there's just so many just different versions of who we are, and it's like, I think that we need to hold on to all the parts while also moving on and and grieving from them. And it's like, well, how do you do that? Well, I think if I was back in that situation and and I will, I'm really trying, I'm trying so hard to get better at journaling. Like truly journaling is something that I feel like I love to do when I'm doing it. But if I don't do it for a day, I'll freaking totally forget about it. And I won't do it at all. Um, which is like my bad. But with that, I think that, um, I, if I was starting over, or if I was somebody who wanted to start maybe appreciating the old versions of me while also accepting that there's a new version of me growing, I would maybe write down what it is about the old version of myself that I didn't find fulfilling in my life. And I would maybe write down what it is that I did find fulfilling and maybe just Maybe let's say you need more of a balance from it. Maybe just say like, okay, yeah, the part of me that maybe lashes out and hurts people when I'm angry, I kind of want to let that go. I want to work on being better from that. But I love the version of me that knows how to stand up for themselves and I don't want to let that go. So I'm going to continue to work on standing up for myself. I'm not going to bury that part of me, but I'm going to work on keeping up with standing up for myself, but also not lashing out and telling people the worst possible things imaginable you know, speaking for myself. (laughs) And I think that like 
motherhood is something that's really hard, especially, you know, or, or parenthood. It's not even just parents. You know, obviously dads struggle with this too. You know, I think we definitely shine a light, a light, a lot of light on women and how motherhood changes them. But if you're a good dad and you're an active and involved dad and you're somebody who is actively involved in your children, which I know there's millions of men that are, it's also different for them. And, you know, I often sometimes look at like Ryan's life, what it was like before he came into mine. And I'm like, man, there was definitely a grieving period for you. Like you went from being this single dude, 25 year old with like literally not a care in the world to now just like your whole world's being flipped upside down. You're with this woman who has this kid who is like got a ton of fucking baggage and issues and like you know he had his own issues too don't get me wrong just because his life is normal doesn't mean he didn't have issues but you know what I mean it's like I look at that and I think like you know fatherhood was probably quite an adjustment for you as it was for me and I feel like I didn't appreciate that at the moment you know I think when you're in survival mode you're just trying so hard to literally just survive and make it through and by the time I had realized like holy hell I'm a mom my kid was like freaking 10 years old. Not really. I don't really know how old. I don't really know the exact moment where I was like, well, this is, this hits me. But it's like, I wasn't able to open my eyes. And then I started feeling bad for the older version of me. And I was like, man, I never got to say bye to her. I never got to like love her and tell her thank you. I never got to tell her all the things that I was proud of her for. And I still can. And I have now, you know, I've definitely done a lot of self-love and a lot of grieving of that version of myself now. And obviously as you get older, you just naturally do that. But I don't think always. I think sometimes people stay stuck in the past and they stay stuck on like, well, this is who I was when I was a teenager and this is who I'm always going to be and this is who I've always been. And it's like, you know, growth is a beautiful thing. Growing as a person and realizing that when you look back on old versions of yourself and you don't recognize a person, that's a good thing. If it's a good thing, you know, obviously, depending on the direction of your life you went. But it's a good thing to have growth. It's never, I will never, ever encourage somebody to just be like, you know, grieving different versions of yourself is so hard. So just like stay the same. No, you should want to outgrow who you are, but you should still appreciate who you were. And I think as I was saying with moms, it's just so tricky because like we go from being like who we being individuals to now like sharing our individuality individuality and that is like such an underrated topic you know I think like it's so easy to just be like oh new mommy yay so happy and you know I feel like we expect that response from everybody and I think that it is great you know it is great that you're becoming that but I think that that's part of like the journey of becoming a mother is realizing that there is going to be a grieving process. And I think if you're, if you're a mother who wants to equally walk that balance of being selfless, of course, just naturally, I think as mothers were selfless, but also being like a little selfish, then that's okay. And that's how you're able to kind of hold on to maybe that little version of you. You know, if there's somebody that, if there's a version of you that you don't really recognize anymore after you have kids, let it be like the version of you that was a little selfish. Because I think before anybody has kids, just naturally, I think everybody is a little bit more selfish. You know, and then once we have children, then we feel like we can't be selfish anymore. And then we just give everything we have and we share our 
identity with this another person. And, you know, you just don't take the time to, to do what you need to do for yourself. And so I hope that you understand that this is like an evolving circle at all times. And I think that the 70-year-old version of you should never match the 20-year-old version of you unless it's all the good that you wanted to carry on, you know? Or maybe if you're trying to even step into a higher version of yourself and you're like, okay, I don't like the person that I am necessarily. I don't align with any of my actions. And like mentally, I have outgrown the physical part of just or, or the emotional part of me that wants to stay stuck then you just you just choose to carry on what you choose to carry on with and when as i was saying like with the spiritual people i learn and i think that's why they pre- they like they preach that as far as like you know don't look back at how far you come only look forward and it's like yeah that's good but at the same time it's good to just like hold on to the thing that you have and i think that's as i said that's why they say that because they don't want you to feel like stuck like oh i i i got to feel stuck with this version of myself it's like you should grow, you should move on, you should be happy, but don't completely bury every part of yourself, you know, and I think that's a lot of, like, inner child healing work and all of that, you know, gosh, there's so much inner child healing work that we all could probably do, and there's so much inner child healing work that I think if we would all go back and, like, really remember who we were as children, I think there would be a lot of things that we were like, man, I wish I still had that, and I'm sure it's still in there, And you don't have to grieve and bury that part forever. But it's also okay to grieve that you didn't grieve. It's also okay to be accepting of the fact that you didn't have all the tools that you needed at that point to register all the changes that were happening in your life. It's a lot. And I think that this is kind of a lot to speak on. But I know that Mother's Day is coming up. And I know that I think we feel the need to kind of... Make it all about our children, but make it all about you, you know? Even if that's a day, let, let Mother's Day be the day that you journal with yourself and you decide the versions of you that maybe you need to grieve from before you have kids. Maybe the grieve your freedom in some ways. Obviously, you still have freedom when you become a parent, but not a lot. And some even little less than others. But maybe, like, take the time to grieve that and maybe take the time to just appreciate your older version of yourself and appreciate the new version of yourself. And as I said, it doesn't matter how old your kids are. It took me a long time to really realize that I wasn't the person anymore that I thought I was. And, you know, even just from my relationship from when it started to now, like, I look at so much of me back then and I'm like, wow, girl, you had some shit to work on. And thank God you did work on it. (laughs) But as I said, there's still parts of me that I miss and that I try to hold on to and I grieve maybe the fact that that part doesn't come out to light as much anymore it's up to you what you decide to grieve with yourself or with your outside circumstances but the important part is that you do it (sighs) well I hope that you have a great mother's day and I hope that Something that I've said resonated with you and maybe it was something that you needed to hear and maybe this answers some questions that you may have had about just yourself and feeling like you've lost yourself because you haven't lost yourself. Yourself is in there. Yourself will always be there. But staying in tune with oneself definitely 
revolves around intentional work, intentional work on yourself. So don't be hard on yourself. Let yourself grieve what you need to grieve and let yourself hold on to what you need to hold on to. And as I said, most importantly, I hope you have a great Mother's Day or if you're not a mother, if you're anybody, a father, enjoy every time that you have with the people that you love and with yourself. Equally important. Okay. All right. Well, as always, we will talk next time. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for listening in and I'll see you later. Bye.